All right, good morning, everybody. Mike Courtney here, Mass Mutual Eastern PA. Uh, spring is sprung in Eastern PA, and we're all happy about it here. I'm here with Steve Parisi from IBC Global. Steve, how's the week going for you? Hey, Mike. Going going really well. Um, Milam, as usual, but it's it's going. Spring is definitely here. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're I love it. Mm -hmm. um, and we're busy. Uh, you know, on my end, a lot, a lot of a lot of whole life, a lot of long term care solutions recently. A lot of long term care conversations, uh, a lot of disability, and we want to talk today a little bit about uh, marketing and networking and how to be efficient, how to get the word out. Very specifically, um, I was talking to Steve about something that goes on regularly with me and something that I've struggled with. Um, you know, I've been in this business for a long time. I've got a lot of contacts, uh, both professional and personal. And a lot of times those, uh, those blend together in a good way. Um, really strong database of financial advisors and brokers and attorneys and CPAs that I've dealt with in some capacity over the years. How, you know, like I always struggle with outreach. What should my outreach look like? Um, I'm not the type of person that likes to be banging people over the head, asking for business constantly, but that's the business we're in. I'm trying to get more business in the door. I'm trying to get more exposure. I'm trying to convert more of my contacts to real solid producers um, who could benefit from my services and benefit from mass mutual or benefit from other carriers that I deal with. Mm -hmm. How do you, you know, how have you built what you've built and, what's been effective and, you know, wh where do you think we can go from here? Let's say, let's, let's put a number on it. I've got 1500 financial advisors contracted to write business with mass mutual through my agency. What should I be doing? Yeah. Good question. And I think that's the, the number one or one of the top questions that come up so often is, Hey, if I've got agents that are struggling or maybe they are just writing business elsewhere, but they're doing okay. They're not, they're not where they want to be for that themselves, for you. Like, how do you get to that next level? And when you see these agencies and, and organizations that just crush it, like, what are they doing and how do they do it? So really the number one thing is making it very attractive to them. And I know that that's kind of vague. I'll go into more detail is like, if you take, there, we've got a handful of agents that when we bring in here, they are either brand new or they were in the industry. One comes to mind that she's one of our top agents here. She did $20,000, you know, working at a, a different insurance company her, her first year, struggled, um, great personality, hard worker, but she made 20 grand her first year. First year here, she did a little under 100 and now she's crushing it every year, um, well north of that. So th the thing is, like getting her to come over here was difficult because she's like, well, why would I come work with you at the time? You've got like, you know, five to 10 people. We were small. Where I'm at now is a big company. You know, they promise all these great things. Like, why would I do that? Is it had to look attractive to her. So details as far as what are you doing? So how do we obtain contacts? How do we generate leads and such? Um, so we went into detail as far as how we do that. Hey, the people we talk to typically have a net worth of X amount of dollars. The people we talk to 
um, are putting in $50,000, $100,000, $500,000 per year. Um, and usually when you hear that, like when I say that, if we haven't really met before, like what's going to go through your head? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Same old, same old. Yeah, because every broker always says that. Um, but I mean, that is what we do. Show actual case studies. Hey, here's clients that have actually done it. And she did come over and she does very well on a lot. All of her agents do. But to to duplicate what we've done is how can I put this? Consistency is the number one thing. So if I'm going to market a mass mutual product or let's say a client that does very, very well, uh, who's um, let me ask this, like one of your top clients. That comes to mind. Like, how much does well, he let's put say, in? like, let's you, you know, I'm a real example. Say, um, I've got, you know, uh, literally 1,500 bro- uh, brokers, financial yeah. advisors, who are these aren't prospects. These are people who, at some point in time, I've spoken to. They're contracted to write business through my agency. We have an existing, established business relationship. Um, out of that 1,500, I'd say I'm in somewhat regular communication with 200 of them. So how do I develop the other 1,300 further mm-hmm. where, you know, we kind of deepen that relationship? And how do I get those folks being more productive? You know, yeah. the obvious reality is there's a big group of that 1,500 people grouping of people who, you know, just aren't going to do business or, or, you know, they might be out of the business or uh, maybe they did one case with me in the past and, you know, their focus is wealth management or, or something of that nature. But, um, you know, would have been, you know, when you're recruiting advisors for your training, what's been effective just as far as getting in front of people and staying in front of people. Gotcha. I appreciate that clarity. So a great example, like what I would do in your specific case is here's what we've done with some of our top brokers today. Like when these individuals started, they did $13,000 in premium or an FYC, like they struggled. Now he's been with our agency all this time. An example of one broker, they do two to 3 million per year. Here, here's another case study, right? So we've got a, a 25-year-old that's doing $500,000 per year. An additional case study, right? When they came with our agency, went through our systems, they work with us. We've got an effective system that teaches them how to market, how to prospect, how to put products out that people are attracted to right away and actually move forward. Here's exactly what we do, providing detail on it policy design, different companies, whatever it is we're talking about. This way they see, okay, here's an agency with Mike where they're taking brokers that have been struggling to make ends meet, almost failed out of the business, and now are leaders in the industry. And there's several examples here with Mike's agency that that would attract me, especially if I'm a young broker trying to get things going, or maybe I'm not young, but I'm in the business, but I'm not where I know I should be. To say, okay, the agencies I'm with typically do not provide very much support. It's, hey, you know, go out, sell, and then we're here in the back end to uh, push a case through underwriting and uh, make sure you win the business. 
And that's about it. <laughs> that doesn't, and that doesn't even happen. No, it doesn't. So, it, you know, it's how do you actually, like for you, a, a huge value add that I've gotten with you is when you've got a complex case and it's an underwriting issue, um, your communication with underwriting, if you have to pull other people in, making sure the case is presented properly up front, you know, that's, that's an important conversation that many agents and brokers are not aware of or take for granted. Like <laughs> if you've got a big case, right? I remember we had one, a guy's putting a million bucks per year in. That thing had to be presented perfectly. Otherwise it's going to blow up and then the client's going to get frustrated and they're not going to get frustrated with the company. They're going to get frustrated with me, the agent. So I remember, I remember, I know what, I know what case, I remember at the beginning of that case before the app went yeah. in being like, whoa, 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 hold on. You got it. You know, Cross yeah. T's and dot our I's here. Uh, yeah, and I, I knew it too. I'm like, great, like this stuff. So we got to go back, get more information. Um, and and it was multiple steps. So working with your agency, like I don't have to worry about putting this extremely comprehensive, every detail, I usually do that, but everything together for you because you know how to communicate to the underwriter. You can speak their language. Where a lot of agencies and brokerage directors might struggle with that. They just push it through and then it gets kicked back. So I view it as, okay, I've got to communicate to the client properly to get all the information presented to him. Hey, here's the information we need. Here's the reasons why without giving him this, you know, underwriting spiel that is like trying to speak Latin to someone like, don't, don't do that stuff. Um, <laughs> communicate it in English. This way he gets it. So I can focus on that information there, obtaining that and our, our system trains on that too. So if you're a broker, that's something we can train you on. How do I take these granular details, these very, very difficult things to communicate to a client and communicate them effectively so they don't get upset, they don't get frustrated, get the information, get it to you or whoever the contact is, and that way the case goes through smoothly. That we're, we're going into some detail there, um, but that kind of stuff that's like the everyday battle. Whether somebody's putting a million bucks per year or a hundred thousand or if it's ten thousand, like whatever the case is, um, having someone like you to do that ensures that the agent can grow their business. So, having case studies, which you don't need details like that on every case study. If someone's watching this podcast, maybe it's your brokers, they'll get a little bit more insight, but having case studies of, hey, here's the finished product. We were able to take these hundred brokers that struggled and get them to that next level. As a broker, like that doesn't happen in the brokerage world. Usually it's a career agent if you work for a company. So specific case studies, I mean, you could use, you know, my company as an example, because when <laughs> I remember when I started with you, yeah, and it was the support. I, I know like you and Walter, ton of mentorship as far as the back-end side of things, how underwriting works, because uh, I was used to a, a different side of it on the, the corporate world. Um, but at the same time, taking that information, making sure it goes through smoothly to say, hey, here's what we did with the guy. He put the time in, right? He marketed, tried to get prospects, but we made sure that he would actually make it and not just say, hey, go figure it out on your own. I think also, you know, something that, 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 I've, that I've missed in the past is um, just getting the word out about that kind of stuff. A little bit of self-promotion, a little bit of, uh, yeah, you know, just, just telling that, literally just telling that, 
that story uh, for all to hear, I think is important. I had a, um, I had a practice management coach years ago. Great guy, really helped me a lot. Um, the one area where we split a little bit, I'm curious to hear what you think about this, was um, he was real big on personal touch. And, you know, anybody who works with me for an extended period of time, I think knows that um, I'm personable and we get to know each other. Yeah. And it becomes more than just a business relationship. But he was real keen on developing that systematically, which to me felt kind of fake, meaning, um, you know, there was a lot of card, there was a lot of personalized cards that he, he was wanting me to send out. And he would send me stuff and then call me and be like, Hey, did you like that card? I'm like, no, I threw it out. I'm a grown man. I, I don't, you know, I, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're working on a piece of business together. I don't expect you to send me a thank you card. Like, it, I don't know. We had like a disconnect there. What, what do you, what do you think about, yeah. about that kind of, it was a lot of like gifts and, um, you know, just like little notes of appreciation. Yep. Definitely important, but yeah. you hear what I'm saying. I do. And that stuff can be effective. I mean, we'll do it. But the big thing is there's not going to be any one strategy or one thing that you or I can do that's going to work for everyone. It's not going to work. I mean, you've got to, you've got to do everything. A business coach that I work with, he's got a picture of an octopus on his wall in his office. It's like, what do you have an octopus there for? It's, like, it's my favorite animal. I'm like, what? <laughs> the reason why is because it's got so many tentacles that can reach everywhere. So he views it from a business standpoint where personal touch, like he'll encourage that, the personal notes, the thank you cards, the gifts, some people will touch, others will just throw it out. They're like, I don't, like it's not for me. Yeah. Um, but so you've got the personal touch, you've got social media, you've got video content, you've got phone calls, personal visits. You know, right now it's a little difficult, but everything possible, it's just really, it really has to do with the frequency as far as how do I constantly follow up with individuals, but then also how do I just build more awareness? Like what you talked about before with the personal branding, having a message there, demonstrating case studies. Like one of the things we do with life insurance, like as we sell cash value life insurance, is put together several videos that go into the nitty gritty, like how PUA riders work, how term riders work, the cost. Some people love that. Some say, I'm not watching that. But then at the same time, we'll have simplistic videos that go through case studies. Here is a 30-year-old that has a goal in 10 years. He, wanted, he wants a net worth of $25 million. He's got it mapped out how he's going to get there. Here's specifically how whole life insurance fits into the picture as far as protecting a portion of his liquid assets he can use to acquire more real estate. Here's how he funded the policy. Here's the company he went with. Details there. So people will look at that and say, okay, I'm in a similar position to that individual. That's what I want to do. How do I do it? Like, help me, show me. And then some will throw that out and go to the PUA video saying, I want to know every detail about how that PUA fee works yeah, and, and max it out. Each, each thing's going to appeal to different people. Correct. So the thing is just having enough information um, and really consistency out there. So the consistency is key. As long as we're, we're constantly putting stuff out there that's 
that has real value, not junk, um, people will see it over time and they'll see that you continue to grow and that the people you've worked with have grown and thrived, especially in an environment like when COVID hit, a lot of people in the industry took a hit. Um, and then you've got some thriving and people see that and say, okay, when the industry took a hit, how do you keep moving forward? Same thing in 2008. Like those are the case studies that are very valuable to me um, because that that portrays a mindset more like an Amazon or an Apple companies that just thrive when things go south because they know what moves to make. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, great stuff, man. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I think consistency is the word. Yeah. You know, and um, it was important to me um, to to with regards to marketing outreach and with regards to um, getting the word of it out about me and about um, what kind of services and solutions I was representing. I wanted to have a system in place that was easy to monitor mm -hmm. and was um, I could get it to the point where it was most of it was on autopilot, but then was also easy for me to take a look periodically and say, all right, this isn't working. I'm going to change this, or um, we need to add something here. Um, and I, I feel like I have done a good job there. Um, definitely think I need to do more with regards to um, uh, self-promotion and promotion about, you know, like I work for a great firm. There's something very specific we do with regards to financial advisor support and helping them with their business that's invaluable. Um, and the only way really for people to find out is to talk about it. It is. And I mean, what, what will get people's attention is really problems and then how you solve that problem. So, I mean, one of the things you can do is just take, take the top problem, start with that, or the top three problems that you run into with brokers every day or every week. Like, hey, this is something I'm always fixing. And the same question comes up over and over again. That happens in every industry. So when that continues to come up saying, okay, here's a solution that I know how to handle it because I've done it a million times, but discussing that, if you've got that video content, written content, and then can promote it where people see, okay, here's the question I have that not everyone answers. I don't get a clear answer. And then this guy puts it out there on a video or a blog for the world to see. Then all of a sudden they say, okay, he... He's my guy. Like that, that's the solution to the problem I've been looking, looking for. Um, and to give you an example, tie it back to whole life insurance. I mean, that's what we sell. So many people do not buy whole life insurance because they're presented a policy that has next to nothing in cash value right off the bat or 50% of what they paid in. If I pay in 100 grand, I have zero, I have 50 or 60,000. Like I'm not taking that kind of hit in my money. And what we'll do is show them, hey, here's ways to design a policy. Here's zero in cash. Here's 50%. Here's 80, 90% of your payment upfront and maximum cash value. And they see that. And they say, like, no one ever showed me that. Like, that's all I wanted to know. Like, regardless of what option I picked, I just wanted to see the different options, awareness, transparency. And then they pick the option they want, but they reach out like, hey, I, you're my guy. So, especially with you because you've got the network and you've got all the experience is take those problems and promote them a bit. And that, uh, that would attract people in a heartbeat. Yeah. 
Yeah, I appreciate it, Steve. We'll keep working on it. Always, you know, never-ending tinkering of the process and and the, and the solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody it. out there is looking to, you know, work with a great firm, if you're a financial advisor, if you're an insurance broker, Steve and IBC Global, uh, they've got a great thing going on. They're very busy. They're always looking for new people. Um, you can check them out on YouTube, IBC Global, Steve Parisi. And if you want to work with Mass Mutual, if you've got uh, clients have a need for protection products, whether it's life, DI, long-term care, fixed annuities, reach out to me, Mike Courtney, and we'll be back to you next week with another edition of Mike and Steve. Right Thanks, on. Man. Have a good one. Great Thanks, day. Mike. Likewise. <laughs>